0: I'm recording, by the way.
1: That's fine. I'm not gonna say anything illegal. Oh, thank
0: goodness!
1: Dun dun dun! Let's do it.
0: Good energy level. That's good snapping. Get it energies. Here we go.
1: All the energies for me. All the energies for you. I made that up just for you, bud.
0: Dang. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, I know.
1: I mean, you can't beat it. I'm just really excited about this one because this is something I didn't see us doing, and it makes me happy.
0: You know, it just kind of like popped in there. Right. And it was Halloween. The ghosts and ghouls are out. The zombies are roaming the neighborhood. Darkness falls across the land the midnight hour is close at hand creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood and whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell the foulest stench is in the air Thriller. Thriller. Hold on. The evil of the thrill... <laughs> thriller. <laughs> Why can't I do it? I can do every other thing, but the T-H and the roll really is rough for me. The evil of the thriller. <laughs> can't do it right. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna that was try inspiring. Do
0: one more time, one more time.
1: Yeah, 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 go, go, go. I just
0: need to try to get that
1: thriller. Oh, there it is. Thriller. Yeah, you did it, bud. The evil of the thriller. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Th- thriller. thriller.
0: Thriller. There,
1: I think I got it. Thrill- I
0: hope so. Th- th- thriller.
1: I mean, you know, it's hard, and not all of us are Vincent Price.
0: The evil of the thriller. <laughs> the
1: uh,
0: Okay, okay. Yep. I'm going to find one of these takes. I'm going to use it.
1: You're going to use it, and it's going to be great. The evil of the thriller.
0: I think I got it. That was good.
1: I mean, that sounded good. All right, cool. What was creepy about that whole thing yeah. is that your camera went out like near the end of it, like you purposely did it and like you were going to walk away. I was oh, like, that's cool.
0: Dude, that's the podcast, everybody. <laughs>
1: We just wanted to do that part, see you later
0: See ya, happy Halloween
1: (laughs) Oh man, so yeah Hello
0: and welcome to Secret Level I am your host, Joey Parr And joining me, as always, is the monstrous Billy Fisher
1: (laughs) Ah! Great, that was fun (laughs) Uh, Yeah, dude, I'm actually really excited for this one. Um, You're excited for all of them.
0: We're excited for all of them. Everything we talk about, we're excited about. Even if we didn't like it, we're still excited about talking about it.
1: Right, because we want to talk about why we didn't like it, but this is something that we love.
0: Yes. On this episode of Secret Level, we are going to discuss Michael Jackson's 1983 music video, Thriller.
1: Directed by John Landis.
0: <coughs> Bless you!
1: S- excuse me. <laughs> that got me so excited I sneezed. Ugh. All right. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do it. Yep, the pipes are clear.
0: So, we grew up with Michael Jackson in our lives. Yes. Like My parents had a record player. And... Mm-hmm. Because record players were a thing when I was growing up in the 80s. And I used to play Michael Jackson's Thriller on that record player over and over and over and over again. This is even before, like, seeing the music video. Like, I didn't even know there was a music video until later on. Like, But when I was a kid, all I had with the, was this record player. I had no... Place to go watch a music video. There was no internet in 1983.
1: Ah, uh, but we did have MTV.
0: We did have MTV, but and it, I didn't have MTV when I was oh. growing up. So yeah, yeah. about that, buddy. Yeah. So i yeah I was just growing up with this song as a kid, and I, honestly, I don't remember the first time I saw the music video. I don't know where I was. I I most likely I was at my grandpa and grandma's house because they did have MTV. But uh-huh. I I I don't know. I don't know. I saw oh. it at some point when I was a kid though and it was pretty amazing.
1: So I did I did get to see it at my grandma's house, my grandma and grandpa's house cuz my aunt like built this hype up of Michael Jackson's new music video, it's supposed to be the thing blah blah blah. So we got I got to see it on when it premiered on MTV. Okay. And there's an image from that first viewing that has scared me to this day. Even every time I see it, I go, "Yep. Still don't <laughs> like that." So, we're going to talk about it in this in this episode, but yeah, there is an image in there that I was just like it was so simple but got me like scared me to my core.
0: You know, when i went to rewatch this video and i I, re- I i rewatch this video often i find myself going back and like watching thriller I, my kids have grown up like you know when they got into michael jackson at one point it was like oh i got to show you thriller right and but it's not like a music video i watch all the time but when i, I like there's the like you said there's a memory of it in my head and rewatching it again just for this podcast there were some things i actually cuz it'd been a while that i forgot
1: right but there's it was such a cool event like even to this day like i'll show it to my kids or we'll watch it together and it's still an event type of thing yeah because the song is amazing the song is amazing and the everything about it's kind of cool like
0: it's just a cool music video and it's this Michael Jackson is a cat in it,
1: and... Which is the coolest thing ever, dude, because up until that point, all you had was werewolves.
0: Yeah, exactly. cat was different. It was cool. There were zombies in it, like, you know, before, you know, zombies became as popular as they are now. I think back then, like, you really had just George Romero making zombie movies. Right, You know, Absolutely. And a few others, but it wasn't like mainstream stuff like it is today. So that was cool. And not only that, the zombies knew how to dance. And that was awesome. And there was this great dance that everybody learned. Everybody learned how to dance to this song. It's awesome. I love it. It's great. I love dancing to Thriller. Whenever it comes on, you got to dance.
1: Man, absolutely. And the thing is, too, is there's certain aspects of the dance that are super difficult, but there's. Aspects where you could do it yourself, like any Joe Schmo can do it, and they feel may like be doing difficult
0: it. for you, Billy. They may be difficult for you, but for people I like not... me who know how to dance, like the masters Look, of disasters.
1: For the, those of you who don't know Joe, the guy wins dance competitions, like straight up wins dance competitions. We went to a concert once. We were in the pit of a concert, and the whole crowd gave him room to dance. Like, all the way through the Weezer set, it was insane, guys, you don't even know, you don't even know we were
0: we went to a sushi bar one year for my birthday, and I won a dance contest at the sushi bar, dancing on a table in That's front right, of hundreds folks. of people.
1: So you may have thought I was being sarcastic, but this is absolute truth. The guy dances like a maniac. I it's dance like
0: a maniac. It is I love true. It.
1: I can only aspire to be semi-close to his dancing skills.
0: Michael Jackson wish he could dance like I can. All right. I'm joking. Michael Jackson is one of the best dancers ever. I, that guy had the moves of awesomeness.
1: Even as a zombie, he's a better dancer than me.
0: Yeah, He's great. Ah, But anyway, synopsis. There is a synopsis for this music video. It is very brief, but I'm going to read it. A night at the movies turns into a nightmare when Michael and his date are attacked by a horde of bloodthirsty zombies.
1: I like it. (laughs) There you go. That's pretty
0: much it. That's pretty much it.
1: Look, so Michael Jackson was a musical genius, and other music videos that he did were great, but this was the first of three of the most impactful movies that he ever made
0: This is one of the greatest music videos ever made, period
1: Oh, absolutely, but what I 'm talking about is we've got this we've got captain eo
0: got Captain eo yep and, and Michael got- Jackson,
1: moonwalker. Heck yeah, baby. We're not going to talk about that now, but no. dang, we are going to talk about Moonwalker one day. It is coming, and possibly Captain EO, because that...
0: Oh, it has to... Yeah, we have to do Captain EO. We have to.
1: So this is the first of the trilogy. We're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Thriller.
0: Yes. I like it. I like that we're going to have a Michael Jackson trilogy. Yeah. This makes me yeah. happy.
1: All right. Well, let's start it off with some good things. Yeah. Um What good things happened to you this week, bud?
0: Uh, I've just been busy. I have been... I've just been incredibly busy this week. Like
1: all good things.
0: One thing after another is keeping me on my toes. Uh it's been a wild wild week. I talked to Billy about this earlier like for a while, but I've been kind of dabbling in the NFT web3 world and it is just kind of blowing my mind right now all the stuff that I'm learning and this week has been a very busy week in regards to that because I've got some projects I'm working on for that type of thing. Yes. I'm very excited. I know a lot of people are just like, "Oh, NFTs, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Look, I'm, in a, I'm into a lot of things. I'm into technology. I'm into innovation. I love the art of innovation. I love taking things to the next level. I love the future, like what the future holds Uh, In regards to, like, podcasting and our website, Geek Tyrant, like, we're always looking to innovate and take it into the next step. And Web3 is kind of, like, where it's headed. I don't exactly know what it's going to be. Web3 is so many different things. It can be so many different things. In the end, 10 years from now, it is going to be solidified as something. And we're just, right now, Looking to get our foot in the door,
1: so right. And this is the beginning. This
0: is the beginning, and it's right. exciting. It's exciting. exciting. I love learning new things. I'm very passionate about this stuff. Uh, so, you know, if you're not into NFTs or Web three stuff, that's cool. You know, it, yeah. I I do lots of other things too. I watch movies. I mountain bike. I surf. I go exploring. I go he mining. Dances. I do. I I, I hunt ghosts.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which we're going to have to do that soon. Lots of
0: things. Lots of things. Lots of things I, I lots like of things. lots of things. I have my hands in a lot of things that, that make me happy. So that's all and that we're matters. Do that. what makes you happy, everybody. Just do what makes you happy. Be positive, And if something makes you happy, just go for it. Just do it. Why not? Life's too short right. not to do things that makes you happy.
1: Absolutely. I agree. So that's where, that- out. that's where I'm
0: at. That's where I'm at. What about it's you, Bill? It's been an exciting week. Yeah, um exciting, but very busy. Like a lot of work, a lot of, lot of work.
1: Right, and when Joey does a lot of work, that means I'm going to start having to learn new things. So, I can see things on the horizon, which I'm thankful for. But <laughs> uh, while Joey was doing that, there's this is a very important week for Doctor Who fans. Um, this is. Are
0: you in the new Doctor?
1: haven't watched it yet. I'm waiting for us to finish recording, and then I'm going to go watch it. So you so, don't know if
0: you're the new doctor or not?
1: I don't know yet. Okay. But it will I'll find out when we're done recording this. Maybe All I'll right. just show up on the screen. I'll be like, what
0: the crap? If you're the new doctor, it's going to make uh-huh. me so happy.
1: Me too. Me too. Um, so I spent this week catching up on some old uh, Jody Whittaker episodes that I enjoyed. Cool. Um, some older... I basically started from the ninth Doctor on and watched my favorite episodes and getting ready for today. I also watched Werewolf by Night, snuck Sweet. that in there a couple of times because that was just, it's a fantastic Beautiful, event. beautiful uh, horror movie. Love it. Thank
0: you, Marvel, for that. You did something it, awesome. It was One amazing. of your best things yet, Marvel.
1: Right. And that's been pretty much it. I've just been uh, catching up. You and I have been touching base on what's been happening with you. And by the um, time
0: this... By the time we post this, the new doctor will have been revealed, correct?
1: Yes, it's been revealed today. It's happening as we speak. I am recording it. Yeah, so we know so. who it is. We do. We do. I'm just.
0: And we know lots of other things happening.
1: But that's why people need to tune in and listen to us because things are happening.
0: <laughs> things are happening. Yes. Yes.
1: Cool. We're... Yeah, so that's what I'm waiting for. And I've been watching Thriller pretty much on repeat recently. Yeah, you have, but uh, that's that, that's been the deal. That's what I've been doing. Cool, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you know what that means? Yeah, let's jump into
0: thriller. Let's, let's talk do about some, some thriller. Let's do some thriller, everybody. Yep. All right. So after Michael Jackson saw a little movie called An American Werewolf in London, he called director John Landis, who was in London at the time at two a.m. in the morning, because you know, why wouldn't he? Because uh, he was so excited to ask Landis to direct a music video that he wanted to make. This music video was Thriller. When Landis got back from vacation, he went to Michael Jackson's house, showed Michael Jackson a book of movie monsters. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny because he wanted to get some ideas, right? Kind of get the blood flowing, the energy, the the creative, imaginative energy flowing, right? Right. Apparently, Michael wouldn't even look at the book of monsters because they were too scary for him. Yeah. Michael Jackson was not a horror movie fan. He didn't watch horror movies. Landis gave Jackson a list of horror movies to watch. Mm-hmm. But he turned down that list because horror movies was, were just too scary for him to watch. Which, okay. is, which is crazy because here you've got this guy who's like, I want to do a cool horror music video, but I don't watch horror movies.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Well, he couldn't. It was just too scary.
0: It kind of gives you a little insight. Like I didn't know that about Michael Jackson until I actually started researching this. Like all this stuff was new to me.
1: Right, uh, but it, it tracks. It tracks on like like the kind of personality that he had. Yeah, um, I mean that makes sense. But then he turns around and makes this
0: exactly. And the I the whole idea for the music video is what apparently what Jackson told Landis was that he and I quote wanted to be turned into a monster just for fun, end quote. That was it.
1: All right.
0: And that's all that this music video was going to be, and then he pushed it over to John Landis and said, now let's do something really cool. And at this point, back in the 80s, like, directors didn't do music videos. Like, like big-time movie directors did not direct music videos. Right. It was like stooping to a lower level and so mm. to, to kind of get landis going and like get him excited landis uh-huh. actually suggested like it was exciting for him to film the music video as a full blown narrative short film shot on 35 millimeter film with makeup by oscar winning makeup artist rick baker who had done uh the American werewolf in London with him and Jackson just jumped at the opportunity He's like yeah, let's do it. Let's do this. Let's do this thing. Let's make this let's make this monster movie.
1: You know, that's my former neighbor, you know.
0: Yeah. Rick, Rick Baker. Rick Baker.
1: Yeah. Yep. Amazing individual. But yeah, so here's the thing is that like he was he was like the humble bragger. He would have things up throughout his house. So he had props up from Thriller in his house. Yes. And and then when you'd ask about him, he'd just like, oh, it's a little thing. Oh, it's a little thing. But it, they are like prominent throughout his whole house. It was very confusing to me as a kid. I was like, <laughs> why does he have them up if he doesn't want to talk about them? Because every time I try to engage him on it, he'd be like, oh, that's no big thing. We're working on our next thing. We got something else. Something bigger. And that was around the time of Gorillas in the Mist. And so when I, when it was all done filming, I walked into his house and he had this giant gorilla suit That's sitting awesome. in his house because he's an Academy Award winning visual effects artist. Yeah. You know. We'll be there one day, Joe. We'll be there.
0: What? Making visual effects for films?
1: No, making winning <laughs> Academy Awards. Oh, sweet. Yeah.
0: The budget of this film was $500,000, and at the time it was made, that was unheard of for a music video. People just were not spending that kind of money on music videos. So the norm for the time was about $100,000 to produce a music video. So blowing that budget up to 500000 crazy. Absolutely. So in regards to that budget, there was a problem because half a million dollars was a lot of money. And since there had already been two prior videos from this album, CBS Records, his label, they refused to pay for another one. So Michael Jackson and John Landis had to get creative. And they also kind of, you know, got a little cocky in the process. They conceived a 45-minute behind-the-scenes documentary called Making of Michael Jackson's Thriller. This documentary was made before the music video was made. But this documentary actually got MTV and Showtime to agree to pay $250,000 each giving them the $500,000 they needed to actually make the video.
1: Have you ever watched that? Have you ever watched that documentary? Yeah, I
0: watched it leading up to this. Yeah.
1: So that was one of the things. I watched that as a kid. Uh Uh-huh. And it made me afraid to put contacts in for the rest of my life. Dude, me too, bro. He cried so hard because those hard plastic eyes that he put in when he's a cat. yeah, they, they said he said it hurt so bad to put those in, and ever since then I've been like, I can't do contacts. There's no way, <laughs> even though they're softer now, and they, I'm sure they're more malleable. I, I than love then. that
0: that's what you took away from from that documentary.
1: Yep, <laughs> yep. Because I remember watch, I watched it again for this, and I was like, it's a yeah. cool
0: it's a cool music or a cool documentary.
1: It absolutely is. It's fun to watch. It's it's cool to watch. Like if you watch the music video first and then watch it afterwards to see how they did, yeah. What they did, yeah. Um,
0: Definitely recommended. The doc is something I haven't watched in years, and so rewatching that now was was uh, really cool.
1: So watching it this time, I finally understood because okay, the thing that scared me in the m- music video is jelly mouth. <laughs> the guy that pops out and he's just that got the grape jelly coming out of his mouth. But yep. when I was a kid, I was like, what the crap is going on with that one? <laughs> like, it's not like you always hear foaming <laughs> at the mouth, but now that's like zombie foaming at the mouth. All his insides are coming out. I was, oh, man, it got me. It still gets me to this day. I see it and I'm like, yep, that's his insides.
0: Ah, good times, good times. What else
1: would be coming out of a zombie's mouth? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, okay, yeah, yep. that was it. That was my thing.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. And before agreeing to direct, John Landis insisted that the extras in the film, the, the, the zombie dancers, spend two weeks rehearsing with their choreographer. Two weeks before they started shooting. And apparently this was unheard of at the time for a music video as well. Like, people didn't rehearse that long before shooting music videos. And you think that would be normal, but apparently it wasn't.
1: I mean, they're pretty intricate, like the whole just them coming out of the ground, like the zombies coming out of the ground or the way they walked had a certain kind of dance like movement to it. So, I mean, they had to be ready, you know, because there are all these sweeping shots with no cuts that they would take. So they all had to be prepared for what they're doing. So, I mean, that makes sense.
0: And when talking about that legendary dance number in a 1999 interview with MTV, Michael Jackson explained the dance number saying, usually, you know, it's an interpretation of the music. It was a delicate thing to work on because I remember my original approach was, how do you make zombies and monsters dance without being comical? So I said, we have to do just the right kind of movement so it doesn't become something that you laugh at, but it just has to take it to another level. And he goes on to explain, So I got in a room with Michael Peters, who was one of the choreographers, and he and I together kind of imagined how these zombies move by making faces in the mirror. I used to come to rehearsal sometimes with monster makeup on, and I loved doing that. So he and I collaborated, and we both choreographed the piece and I thought it should start like that kind of thing and go into this jazzy kind of step, you know, kind of gruesome things like that. Not too much ballet or whatever. So that's kind of when he was talking about the dance moves, that's that was his explanation of how that came to be.
1: Well, that's, I mean, if you've watched the music video, you can kind of tell that he knew what faces he needed to be making at certain times. like He didn't break character at all yeah. in his dancings and actually looked super creepy.
0: Exactly. Landis thought that this kind of short film would be a great opportunity to bring back the theatrical short because back in the day they used to do short films before movie before the movie started. And he said, I saw it as a chance to resurrect a genre that had once been a Hollywood staple. Music videos were new in 1983, and MTV was just two years old.
1: I mean, it's a great way to do it, but now it does stand alone as a short film. It it, it fits into that genre. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, exactly. There was a point where Michael Jackson was actually going to abandon this song. Like, he was done with it. What? Yeah. He said in an interview... The mixes sucked. When we listened to the whole album, there were tears. I just cried like a baby. At one point, he stormed out of the room and rode his bicycle up to a schoolyard to watch children play in the yard for some time. And when he came back, he says, he was ready to rule the world. He went back to the studio and recorded the song successfully. Hmm... I don't even know if I want to put that in.
1: I know I was just thinking about that 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 doesn't really work for how he ended. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't talk about him going to watch kids play. Oh man. Um, so
0: we're moving on <laughs> um, Wow, yeah, I mean. Anyway, okay, so the lyrics for (laughs) Thriller. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, All right, we're good. They were written by Rob
1: Temperton.
0: Okay. And he added the, quote, talking section that he intended to be narrated by a famous voice in the horror genre. Mm Mm-hmm. Peggy Lipton, then wife of producer Quincy Jones, knew Vincent Price and suggested him for the role. Now, Price was amazing in this. Like, Price was my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the video. That talking scene, his Mm. little horror rap, was amazing. And I memorized that when I was a kid. I loved Vincent Price's voice. This music video introduced me to Vincent Price. Like, it wasn't until, like, later where I started watching real Vincent Price movies when I was older. And then re- hearing that voice, me like, oh my gosh, this was the guy that did Michael Jackson. I love that guy.
1: <laughs> right.
0: This is the guy that did Thriller.
1: And the thing is, is, it's just... Cool and creepy enough, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like for any little kid experiencing it from the first time, it's gonna be scary. Yeah. But after that, it's it's exciting because you know it's coming, and yeah. then you can say it word for word. Oh man!
0: I know, I know, and and the laugh that he gives at the very end of the music video is just freaking amazing. Like amazing, blew my mind as a kid. And this song just blew my mind and Vincent Price is like a big part of the reason why I loved it so much and what's crazy about this what's crazy about Price and his involvement with this mm-hmm. music video is he did the recording in two takes you can actually listen to the behind the scenes sessions that he did like the original recordings they're on YouTube yeah. I'll post them on our, our social media accounts
1: Absolutely, yeah they're so cool
0: and he later revealed in an interview with Johnny Carson that he was offered a one-time fee of only $20,000 for to take this. Uh-huh. Or or he could have taken a percentage of the album
1: proceeds. Oh, please say he took the proceeds. Please. He
0: chose the twenty thousand ah. dollars, <laughs> and he admitted oh. that he had been quite foolish. As Thriller sold over one hundred and ten million copies, oh my god. Vincent Price would have died a multi-millionaire. Yep, <laughs> had he oh taken that percentage, That's a that bonders. would have been his highest payday ever. Had he right. would have taken it ah it hurts it hurts because you don't know though you're just doing a music video you didn't know it was going to be as successful as it was
1: absolutely like and you never knew at that time grossing that much money back then was unheard of
0: and not only that but it's like oh like a percentage of uh music ah it's not gonna do that yet like it was you know it was different
1: yeah, a percentage was, of nothing is nothing is what he was thinking.
0: Yeah, he's like at least with the 20,000 I know I'm going to get that, you know. That's a guarantee mm-hmm. whereas the percentage there's no guarantee of what that's going to be.
1: Yeah, nothing at all. Ah,
0: it just it hurts my soul that he turned it down though.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Man. The music video is 13 minutes long. It premiered on MTV on December 2nd, 1983. Mm -hmm. And it is the reason why music videos are taken seriously today. Without this music video, I don't, I mean, I'm sure it would have eventually happened, like music videos would have been a big thing, but this really just pushed the whole music video marketing agenda forward in a huge way
1: and it kind of just set the bar for other people that's this is when we got the rage of outrageous music videos on MTV yeah all of us that went through that era are bummed that we get like jersey shore on MTV now cuz we knew the heyday MTV of the music is video. not
0: MTV now no. MTV is this whole uh, it's MTV is like the CW now basically i mean i don't know i miss I miss the old days of MTV, I won't lie. I'm with you.
1: I really like those old MTV days, man. I used to
0: sit and watch music videos for hours at my grandparents' house.
1: Right. You might not even like the music they were playing, but the videos were cool, and you just wanted to keep going.
0: Yep. So the music video follows two plot lines. There's the opening scene that shows Michael Jackson and his girlfriend, Ray. They're engaged in a conversation. It's in the 1950s. In the scene, Jackson asks Ray to be his girlfriend. She accepts, and then Jackson confesses that he's not like other guys and then proceeds to transform into a werecat. Yes.
1: One of the coolest creatures. Like, I actually put that up there with the classic monsters because the way it was done the transition of him turning into the monster was very American Werewolf in London fantastic
0: it was that good and then the music video snaps back to the 80's they're sitting in a movie theater Jackson and Ray and she gets scared and she ends up leaving the movie she is not watching this horror movie that stars themselves (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. It is scary in her, so she gets up, walks out of the theater. Jackson's all like, uh, uh-huh, okay, well, I'll follow you out. And and he's wearing that cool ass red jacket that yep. every freaking kid in America wanted. That jacket was like amazing. I wanted it, Billy wanted it, Jason wow. down the street wanted it, Jason's mom wanted it. I mean oh, man. everybody wanted that jacket.
1: Everybody. And of course there was all these knockoffs on it, but it wasn't it was never quite as cool. Yeah. I, I got a knockoff of it and it like broke. It got cold in Nebraska and I wore it outside and it stiffened up and broke. I, I love was like that jacket
0: so much. I still want it, Billy. I still want we'll, Michael Jackson's we'll jacket. His we'll Michael Jackson's one. thriller jacket. But anyway, and then from there they're walking down the street and he starts dancing, he starts singing, zombies start rising from the dead, uh, and then just the whole thing starts and it's just awesome as Jackson and Ray are surrounded by zombies and then things just go from there. And I love Jackson's zombie makeup in this, like the dead makeup. It is freaky. It is freaky terrifying.
1: I mean he was already a skinny dude to begin with, but then they made his face look hollow and just, oh man, it was great. Ah, so good. So good. There were also, there were also a lot of
0: props and stylistic choices that were included in the video that were nods to popular horror films at the time. And some of these things included the Wolfman, obviously, The 1953 film House of Wax, the 1954 film The Mad Magician, the 1964 film The Mask of the Red Death, the 1980 film The Shining, and several other horror films can be seen in the video, like aspects of those horror films. You just got to keep your eye out for them. They are there. You just have to look for them. It's cool. There's lots of little Easter eggs to find to make the video that make the music video that much more fun.
1: Yeah, but do you realize that they advanced the thinking of what zombies could do in that video? Cuz look, you get zombies from The Walking Dead who just walk around and walk into like walls and stuff. Yeah, 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 right? Yep. These fools were busting down walls to get to her. Landis made zombies scary. Like He did. Shoot, they're going to come punching down doors. They're going to come wrecking through the wall. It's crazy. They can like, dance. Like, they can dance into your home. Oh, man, they can dance right into your heart. I mean, serious. <laughs> this is some crazy stuff. All these things you didn't know zombies could do.
0: Exactly. Uh, there is a sound of a growling animal during the transformation scene in the film. Yes. This sound was taken right out of John Landis's An American Werewolf in London. Huh. Yes. And on top of that, Frank Welker did Michael Jackson's vocal sounds as he becomes the werecat. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. And for those of you who don't know who Frank Welker is, he is the voice of Scooby-Doo.
1: Scooby Dooby Doo
0: and various other cartoon characters.
1: Right, but
0: everyone knows yeah. him as Scooby, though.
1: Everybody knows the Scoob. Yeah, that's crazy. I, you said that, and I was like, I just know him for such light-hearted things that this is uh, this is new.
0: Yeah, and he said cool. this was a this doing this was very strenuous on his vocal cords. So
1: well, you know. yeah, I mean it's a weird noise. I thought that was just like a noise machine.
0: Yeah, no, that was that was Frank Welker. The theater location in the movie is the Palace Theater in Los Angeles, which is where John Landis had filmed the nineteen seventy seven movie, the Kentucky Fried Movie. Oh, okay. Yes. And the Palace Theater is still in operation in Los Angeles today. Yeah, we should go. I think I've been there for a concert once. Right. I believe I've been there for a concert. I don't remember which one, but I know I've been there.
1: Anyway. It's been a staple of L.A. since 1911.
0: Yes. The signs on the theater in the music video are as follows. The main sign reads, Vincent Price's Thriller. There is a poster of a 1973 film called Schlock. Schlock. Which was John Landis's first movie and makeup artist Rick Baker's second movie. So they both worked on that. Mm-hmm. There is also a line spoken in the movie that Michael and his girlfriend are watching. That line is, See you next Wednesday. That line is written in blood on a wall. The phrase, see you next Wednesday, also appears by the same theater marquee in John Lannis' An American Werewolf in London. So, if anyone tells you that they're going to see you next Wednesday... Run. ...know where that's coming from.
1: Just run. Just run. It's either a werewolf or a werecat or Michael Jackson. It's going to be creepy, no matter what happens.
0: yes. So I want to talk about the casting of Ola Ray in the movie. And she played Jackson's girlfriend. Now, she auditioned for the role uh, after the success of 1983's Flashdance. And Landis auditioned a ton of girls. There was one girl Landis wanted in the role before she was cast. An actress named Jennifer Beals. But Jennifer ended up turning down the role. But Landis was looking for someone who could play uh, the love interest in both the 1950s and 1980s setting. And then uh, Ola Ray came in. And Mm -hmm. Landis said, I auditioned a lot of girls, and this girl, Ola Ray, just stood out. Now, Ola Ray also posed nude for Playboy in the June 1980 issue. Michael Jackson didn't know that. And neither did John Landis when they cast her. Apparently, I mean, obviously they weren't looking at Playboy at the time. Uh, Landis told Vanity Fair, first of all, she was crazy for Michael. She had such a great smile. I didn't know she was a playmate.
1: I mean, yeah. I
0: mean, as a kid, I had no idea, right? Right. And who, so, I don't know, Whatever. She was great. It worked.
1: Yeah, and as a kid, we didn't care. That's something that didn't bother us. Yeah. She was great. Man, she had a great scream. Holy smokes. Honestly,
0: until I did research for this music video, I didn't uh, know she was a Playboy centerful. So, me either.
1: You just blew my mind. I just... <laughs> I thought she got cast specifically for her scream because, that man. that's And thing she did.
0: Like... I mean, she totally did because they didn't know. So they cast her based on her looks and her talent. So there you go. Yep. She also had very strong feelings for Michael, and apparently these feelings were very obvious to everyone. Uh-huh. On the 1983 set of the music video, she said, Michael is very special, not like any other guy I've met. Since we've been working together... We've been getting closer. He was a very shy person, but he's opened up. I think he's lived a sheltered life. He knows a lot of entertainers, but he needs friends that he can go out and relax and enjoy himself with instead of talking to his mannequins in his room. (laughs) What? She, like obviously played a big role in helping Michael break out of his shell, basically, is what I'm gathering here.
1: Yeah, are we just going to gloss over the fact that he had mannequins in his room? And he was talking to them? Yeah. That
0: kind of makes sense, maybe? I don't know.
1: (laughs) I mean, we we hear all these documentaries of how his mom... Constantly guilted him, and he really couldn't be himself around anybody. Yeah, so I can I I can see that it's just really sad because he was one of the most popular celebrities in the whole world,
0: and super talented, like one of the most talented people in the world. Like his talent was unparalleled, like right to anything that anyone was doing at the time. Like holy crap, this guy could sing, he could move, he could write, man.
1: And then he was just at his house chilling with the mannequins. <laughs> chilling with the mannequins. Man, that's that's like that's heartbreaking, dude. I mean, that's really sad. But I guess that the weight of celebrity kinda get can overwhelm somebody.
0: Yes. Yeah. There's actually a musical score that can be heard in the music video and this was actually unused music from Landis's An American Werewolf in London that was composed by Elmer Bernstein. Oh, okay. So th- that was kind of cool. It just, hey, we didn't it's... use it. Let's use it here. We might as well.
1: So in the movie scene, the, the score that was used in the movie scene was from American Werewolf? That's, that's kind of dope. But like not that. used in American Werewolf. Right, right. Yeah. But that's cool.
0: Yeah. Rick Baker, when he jumped on board... The film, he wasn't sure about working on it because he didn't think the actors could handle the makeup. He said they have to sit in a chair for hours while you work on them. It's uncomfortable. It's not something actors look forward to. Right. But, you know, people showed up, and they did it. And whatever, he didn't have to worry. Everyone was fine. Right. It all worked out. We got some great dancing zombies out of it. Heck Michael yeah. Jackson's sister Janet Jackson actually played one of the zombies. Apparently, no way.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. We have to go look for that now too.
0: Yep, the zombies costumes were purchased from the Salvation Army because why wouldn't they be?
1: Exactly. That's exactly they sh- they should have been purchased.
0: Marlon Brando showed up to the set to give, oh, of course he did, Michael Jackson some acting tips. <laughs> Okay. Why wouldn't he? Well, why not? Jackson talked about that saying, Marlon told me to always go for the truth, not the words. So, there you go. <laughs> that was, for those of you who want to be actors in the world, that is Marlon Brando's advice go for the truth, not the words. That's deep. Now, for those of you who don't know, At the time of shooting this music video, Michael Jackson was a very devout Jehovah's Witness. And he was scared that this music video would go against his fans' religious beliefs and feared that there was going to be backlash. Mm -hmm. That's why in the beginning of the music video, there is a message that can be seen. And I... Forgot this message was there until I rewatched. it. I never remember this message. Whenever I watch it, it's always something new and different. And I'm like, oh, I completely forgot about that. I'm sure that's not going to happen after this podcast because, you know, I'm talking about it a lot. Yeah. Uh, but that says, that message says, due to my strong personal convictions, I wish to stress that this film is in no way endorsing a belief in the occult. So that was just something he threw in there just to make sure people understood where Jackson stood on this stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, though, watching it, and I always thought that was, like, that made it even creepier. Like, the context of the video was, you know, so over the top. It's
0: almost like a great marketing ploy for the music video. Absolutely. (laughs) But he was being dead serious about it. Right. Because he did get a lot of negative feedback from the Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, they didn't like the fact that he had turned into a cat man in the movie.
1: Right. So. Well, I mean, he gave a disclaimer. He gave it. Yeah, he gave it. They didn't have to watch it. They didn't have to. Absolutely, they should have turned it off right then. Yep. But me, I loved it. Still one of my favorites.
0: Yep. Jackson was only 25 years old at the time that he shot this thing. He was 5 foot 7 inches tall and 100 pounds. Oh, dang. (laughs) Yeah. On top of being a Jehovah Witness at the time,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: he also believed in a few other things, like there's things that he followed. Uh, He did not swear. He would not go around cussing. Mm Mm-hmm. And there was no premarital sex for him at the time. Like, he's just totally against that stuff. And he was apparently so dedicated that he told Landis he closed his eyes during American Werewolf in London sex scenes. So while he watched American Werewolf in London, he made sure to close his eyes during the sex scenes.
1: Oh, good for him. Sticking to his beliefs. Yep. Still... I don't know he's riding a fine line, not watching that stuff, and then making thriller right afterwards, That's but it still turned do. out great, even though he didn't Did.
0: watch it. It still turned out great, and you know why because Landis was there to lead the charge, and Landis Absolutely. knew exactly what he was doing now jackson is was a very shy person mm-hmm. at this time, and he he may have always been a shy person, but definitely during this. And that created challenges on the set that Landis had to work on, because Landis hoped that this would be a sexy video. (laughs) Oh, no. He said uh, in his book, Monsters in the Movies, In adolescence, youngsters begin to grow hair in unexpected places and parts of their anatomy swell and grow. Everyone experiences these physical transformations in their bodies and new, unfamiliar sexual thoughts in their minds. No wonder we readily accept the concept of a literal metamorphosis.
1: Hmm, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, that was that. That whole quote was weird. There's nothing about thriller that makes me think of adolescence and puberty, and I was dumb.
0: And that is the best reaction that we've had on the podcast yet from (laughs) you, Billy. (laughs) I'm
1: sorry. It just got more cringe the more you read on. I was like, he's just got to stop. And. Let's make things, I guess,
0: might as well take it to the next level. We're there. (laughs) Landis is even documented as going as far as instructing Michael Jackson, and I quote, (laughs) make it sexy this time. (laughs) You know, as if you want to (laughs) effer.
1: End quote. The big question is, is, what was Michael Jackson dressed as at the time? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> for
0: those of you who don't see Billy's face, it is crunched up into a <laughs> into a weird face of confusion. He is rubbing his eyes. He is sticking his <sighs> fingers up his nose. Bro.
1: <laughs> I'm just joking. <This, laughs> uh, man, just anything to get these thoughts out of my head. What was he thinking? Hey, you're a cat. L- <laughs> make, make it Make it sexy, sexy this time. It's sexy cat. Gross. Get out of here, John Landis. Hey, hey, bud. Uh, John
0: says he pulled it off.
1: Yeah. He pulled <laughs> it off. <laughs> oh, that's the funniest
0: thing I've heard all day.
1: Uh,
0: and, and, and and, and and he mm-hmm. possibly experimented a bit behind the scenes with Ray who said she had some quote intimate moments with him in his trailer but at this is just getting worse <laughs> but at a kinder, <laughs> and I quote, <laughs> eh. a kindergarten level. Oh no! <laughs> I won't say that I have seen him in his birthday suit, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but close enough. <laughs> These are uh, real quotes, people. I'm not making this up. Just so you
1: know. <laughs> I was so happy to do this podcast. <laughs> I was excited for Thriller. <laughs> Things took a left turn, and I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> oh, it's so wrong. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. That was amazing. I know. I know we got to keep this thing professional. Okay.
1: <laughs> We threw that out the window a long time ago, but uh, That's awesome. <laughs> this just got, like, weird. But
0: I still it's love the music fault. video. I don't yes. care. I don't care. Thriller is still one of the greatest music videos ever, one of the greatest songs ever. I don't care about the behind-the-scenes crap that happened. It's interesting as hell and entertaining to, you know, talk about with all of you. But oh my gosh. Yeah, this one, <laughs> this was... This is fun.
1: Okay, so. Decisions were made. Decisions
0: were made. Things happened. The music <laughs> video is now a classic. Um, the music video was shot in four days.
1: Okay. Oh, that's quick.
0: Apparently, from what I read, the song mm. was originally going to be titled Starlight.
1: Hmm, That's dumb.
0: Which makes absolutely no sense. Mm. Because... It makes no sense. I don't even know what no. to say about that. I I hope that this bit of trivia I found is not true, because it just doesn't make any sense in my mind.
1: Maybe that's what the production was called, was Starlight, but let's just hope that was it.
0: Yes. All right. The Red Jacket. I want to talk about the Red Jacket just a little bit.
1: Okay. The The most wonderful thing to come out of it.
0: Yes. Well, there are a lot of wonderful things that come out of this video.
1: Yeah, but everybody uh, still wants the jacket, man.
0: That jacket was designed by John Landis's wife. Okay. Her name is Deborah Nadoodleman.
1: <laughs> Nadoodleman. I wish
0: that Am was I saying that right, Nadoodleman? Yeah, I mean, okay. that's as
1: close as you're going to get.
0: Uh, it was designed by John Landis's wife, Deborah Nadoodleman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I'm just going to do
0: this. And on June 27th of 2011, the red jacket that Jackson wore in this music video was sold for $1.8 million.
1: <sighs> $1.8
0: So there's no chance in hell that I will ever get this jacket. It will always be a cheap knockoff.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy.
0: Yes. The short film was packaged on home video with the making of Thriller as making Michael Jackson's Thriller, which became the world's best-selling VHS musical ever. Really? Yes. Wow. Yep. That's cool. Interesting side note Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson never took the Thriller album on tour. What? He never toured it. Huh. In order to keep it at number one, he made this video. The album went on to win eight Grammys and is still the highest selling album in music history with over 66 million copies sold. Wow. Wow. In wow. December two thousand nine, the Library of Congress selected the video for the National Film Registry, and it was the first music video to be selected for that. So
1: That's crazy sauce.
0: Thriller is now part of history. You uh, as soon as it was made, it was a part of history, Billy. Let's be honest with ourselves. I mean,
1: yeah. It was fantastic. I mean uh, still one of my favorite it is my favorite music video of all time.
0: Mine, too. And it that's it, everybody. That's that's better. Michael Jackson's thrill. That was a wild ride to get through. That was filled with suspense and intrigue and horror and all kinds of other weird stuff hmm. that was fun to talk about. I enjoyed this one, guys. I Me did. Too. I had a good time talking about it. Take what you want with all the weird stuff, but... You know, Michael Jackson's Michael Jackson. Right. That's all I can say. And he was super freaking talented.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like the fact that people are still listening to his stuff today as frequently as they do and the albums are still selling proves that point.
0: Exactly. But thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Secret Level. We really appreciate it. We're really happy that you joined us. We're always happy when you join us to listen to us talk about this stuff. It's always fun to talk about. Uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Our call sign on those is at GT Secret Level. We're posting stuff on there as much as we can. Whenever I find cool stuff about the movies we talk about, I throw them up on there. So... And you can also reach out to us on the social platforms and make sure to like this podcast. Make sure to give it five stars. Make sure to leave us a review. Make sure to reach out and make suggestions on films that you'd like to see us talk about. We've had people do that. We, they are on our list. We're getting through the Halloween stuff before we kind of jump in and start taking requests.
1: Actually, one our next podcast is also a fan request. We were working on it before they requested it, but... It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I'm excited
0: for this next one, too. So, stay tuned for that. And as always, stay saucy, everybody. And good journey.
1: Good journey.
0: Make it sexy this time.
1: (laughs) 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 I wasn't prepared for that.